Hello and welcome to the Raw Leadership Podcast with me, Steve Barker. My goal is to help you increase your skills and reputation as a leader, to increase your ability to connect and influence with others, and increase your ability to be the very best leader you can be, particularly in this time of change that is happening in leadership right now. As we get started today, I encourage you to visit my leadership website, www.stevebarker.com.au or my Facebook group, Audacious Leadership, where you will find heaps more resources, insights and strategies that will help you to continue to grow your leadership skills. G'day and welcome to episode 22 of the Raw Leadership Podcast with me, Steve Barker. How are you? I hope that wherever you are in the world, whatever you're up to, you're staying safe and life is treating you well. So the thing that I want to talk to or, or, or share with you today is around a, a an issue that's impacting a lot of businesses, particularly within the Riverina region of New South Wales. But I know this is it is stretching out across Australia nationally, and I'm not too sure about worldwide. But the problem seems to be at the moment with being able to recruit and retain new people, and the problem we've got within businesses at the moment is that people are hopping around trying to find the best job for them, trying to find the best deal for them. And as business owners, as leaders, it's a nightmare because we're losing people left, right and center. I was only talking to a business leader just the other day and they'd had an employee who had joined their their, their business. The new employee was going fantastic. They were going really, really well. And it came to the six-month review point, and the business owner was quite happy with them and was going to offer them um, a, a position, permanent position within the workplace. And at the six-month interview, the new employee actually turned around and said, look, I just want to say thanks very much, but this isn't the place for me. Um, I'm going to try my luck elsewhere, which really pulled the rug out from underneath the business owner's feet. And you know, when we started to talk about it, we started to explore their process of onboarding, their process of interviewing. Because my take on this was that the individual, the the new employee, was not feeling comfortable, was not feeling like they belonged in that business. And this comes down to the workplace culture. And quite you know, recently, I've written this this ebook, and if you're interested in it, please reach out and ask for ask for it. Um, an ebook around how to recruit to your workplace culture, and it's absolutely critical that these days we are recruiting to the workplace culture rather than can the person do the job. I mean, obviously, they need to be able to do the job. Let's not just you know take anybody. But we want to make sure that, A, they can do the job, but more importantly, they fit the culture of our business. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, every business, every organization, every group of people, including families, all have a feel to them. And this is the culture. So, you know, in some businesses, it might be cut and thrust and fast and furious. In other businesses, it might be slow and steady. In some businesses, it might be less chaotic, but it might be still very nurturing and um, caring, but still getting stuff done. So every business has its own culture. And you as the leaders, you as the business owner need to be aware of that culture. And there's some key elements that 
we want to be able to cover as we are doing our our research into our own business so we can recruit and find the right people. But even more than that, when we're having the interview process, because I believe in the statistics starting to lean towards the average cost to recruit somebody is two thirds of their annual salary. So let's take, for example, say you've got an employee and you're paying them $60,000. The time that it takes to recruit them, so in loss of business, the time to be able to market that that job, to be able to advertise it, to be able to um, keep that job vacant, to then be able to fill that job, and that includes the interview time and costs, etc. Plus, then we start to look at how they train and get them ready and up to speed within that six months. You know, the impact that it then means that you've got to take somebody off the shop floor to be able to train them and to help them and nurture them into their new position. All of that costs about two thirds of their annual salary. So for somebody who's earning $60,000, the overall costs to recruit somebody and to fill that position is about $40,000. Now, that's a lot of money. And you want to make sure that you get a right, a good fit, so that you don't have the same experience as the business owner that I I alluded to at the start, who thought they'd got the right person, but then that person felt that they didn't fit into the culture. So what do we need to know? Well, first of all, we need to know the business purpose. Now, you need to know your business purpose. Now, I know that as a business owner, you think you know your business purpose, but what is it? Can you accurately describe it? If, if I say I was sitting in front of you and I asked you, what is your business purpose? What is the purpose of your business? You know, would you be able to answer that? Would you be able to be very, very clear? You know, for example, my business purpose is to help leaders unlock their potential and to grow more leaders around them. Now, this is a very clear purpose, but the theme is to help and grow. So I'll repeat my business purpose. My business purpose is to help leaders unlock their potential and grow more leaders around them. The key words there are help leaders and grow more leaders. So the theme is around help and growth. So we'll come back to the actual elements of this because I don't want to get bogged down into them too quickly. The second element is, is the prospect, the, the person that you're interviewing, are they excited by the business mission. Now, the business mission, the best way to be able to describe this is what is the five or 10 year goal of the business? So the business mission is where did the where does the business see it going towards within the next five to 10 years? You know, and again, as the business owner, you need to be very clear on that. And you also need to be very clear in your messaging How are you putting that out there? How are you sharing that with people? Because if they don't know and you ask them the question, then they're not going to be able to answer that question and the interview could grind to a halt very quickly. So this is the sort of stuff you need to be aware of when you're actually putting together your your job advert and the sort of stuff that you're putting out on your socials, uh, your LinkedIn pages and your website. The third element is, are they aligned with the core values of the business? Now, the core values are critical. And you, as the business owner and the leader within the business, should know your core values off the top of your head. Now, I've had a conversation with probably about 10 
business owners or, or leaders within the businesses over the last month. And this is something that I've been testing the waters with. And I've asked them, you know, I'm just curious, what are the core values of your business? And you wouldn't be surprised at how many people, and I'm talking 80% of the people that I spoke to, weren't very clear. They were like, um, yeah, uh, oh, we've got them, they're on the canteen wall. Um, oh, it's one of them's um, integrity. The other one is oh, something about customer, customer service or customer, and they're not very clear on it. So we need to be very clear because these are the sort of things that we're going to be asking about in the interview, and I'll come to the interview technique in a minute. Are they intrinsically motivated? We need to know the difference between intrinsic and extrinsic. Extrinsic is the old carrot and stick, the reward and the punishment. Intrinsically motivated means that people are self-starters. They do these things very, very well. You know, they, they, they will be um, inspired by themselves. They don't need that kick up the ass all the time. And then step five of the interview process is, do they meet all four of these? So let's go back to step one. Let's go back to, are they aligned with the business purpose? So as I mentioned earlier on, my business purpose is to help leaders unlock their potential and grow more leaders around them. The theme here is help and growth. Now, if I'm interviewing people to come and join my business, one of the first things that I want to know is, are they aligned with my theme of help and growth? So I will be asking them questions to elicit answers around their, their desire to help other people, their desire to help people grow more, their desire to grow more themselves, their desire to help themselves grow more. These are the sort of questions I'm going to start to ask them, and I'm going to be, you know, calibrating their answers and to see if they're fully aligned with my business purpose because if they're not fully aligned then there's no point in continuing the interview you know so for example i might say to them you know can you give me an example of where you've done a random act of kindness to help someone recently and if they start to um and err uh, and go oh do you know what geez that's a that's a really good question um let me just think about that then, you know, it's not something that they do very often. Whereas if they come up with an answer very quickly and they go, oh, yeah, just the other day, you know, I was out shopping and I noticed that somebody was struggling getting their shopping bags into the back of their car. I went over and asked them if they wanted some help. Or, you know, I was just the other day sitting at a coffee shop and I saw a gentleman on a, with a stroller and he was struggling getting up the curb onto the path. So I went, popped over and helped them. You know, these are, these are very quick things that they can start to develop. I might even ask them, you know, so tell me, how do you grow yourself individually? How, what's your growth strategy? You know, what's your learning strategy? What are you studying? What are you reading? What are you listening to at the moment? And again, I can start to gauge their answer. Are they interested in growing themselves? Because if they're interested in growing themselves, there's a very high chance that they would be happy to help other people grow as well. Then we move on to part two, the business mission. Now, again, I really encourage you to get clear on what your business mission is. We're talking here the, the five or 10 year goal. Where do you see your business in five to 10 years? What's the purpose of your business? But how's that going to grow? And how are you putting that out there? You know, are you sharing this through your social media? Are you sharing this through your literature? Are you sharing this through your website, through LinkedIn, for example? 
Because if you're not sharing this, then you can't ask this question. And it's a very critical question to ask. You know, are you excited with the direction that my business, let's call it, let's call um, the business, what should we call it? Um, Vulcan Technology. Yep. So let's go, you know, how excited are you with the business mission of Vulcan Technology? Now, if you've got somebody who is really interested in the business and has done their homework and have prepared for the interview well, they'll know what the business mission is. They'll go, oh, yeah, I love the fact that in, in 10 years time, you would like to be you know, the, the leading company with regards to vulcanized technology, whatever that may be. I'm just making it up as a go along. <laughs> so, you know, and you go, OK, cool. How do you see yourself in in helping the business to grow there? And that's where they can start to demonstrate their expertise. But if they sit there and go, hmm, um, the five to ten year goal plan, um, and you, you have to prompt them and you have to give them some some lead to help them answer the question, are they going to be a good fit for your business? Because if they don't know what your business mission is, how do they know whether they're going to enjoy working there? Are they excited by the prospect of the business growing? And are they going to be able to help you build that did they see themselves with a place within that so you know then we want to start to look at the the core values of the business and again we need to be extremely clear on what the core values of the business are and as i as i said earlier on in in the first part of this podcast you know 80% of the leaders and business owners that i've spoken to over the last couple of months they don't know what their own core values of their business is it's almost like it's a, yeah, have we, have we got a, a, a value statement? Yeah, we do. Good. Cool. Tick. Tick that, tick that box. Very good. Yeah. Our values, our core values of the business, are how we make our decisions, what's important to us, what we'll tolerate, what we won't tolerate, how we want to be seen by the external um, elements of our business, by our suppliers, by our customers, by our competition. So if we can start to be really clear on what our values are, then we can start to run our business via those values. So, for example, when I was in the military, when I was in the Air Force, the four core values, and this was nine years ago. This is how much I remember them because we lived and breathed them. The four core values of the Royal Air Force was respect, integrity, service before self, which means we put the Air Force's needs before our own personal needs and excellence. Now, we lived, breathed and died by those values. And I can still recite them to this very day. Now, my personal core values for my business, I've changed them a little bit. It's compassion, it's um, curiosity, it's excellence, and it's integrity. Those are my four core values. Now, I, you know, I'm not actually recruiting anybody at the moment, <laughs> but if I was, then I would be expecting them to know those core values. And I would then start to ask them questions about how those core values fit in with their work life, with their personal life, with their family life. Can they give me some examples of where they have upheld those values in their day-to-day -day life? Because again, if they're aligned with the business's core values and they hold them dear to themselves within their own professional realms within their personal and private lives as well, then there's a very high chance that they're going to really fit in with the business and things are going to go well.
So these are the three key areas that we need to be really focusing on with regards to the business. The final element is, are they intrinsically motivated? Are they you know, self-starters? Are they able to work on under their own initiative? You know, ask them examples of when they've done this. You know, are they continual learners? Because again, that's another sign of an intrinsic, intrinsically motivated person is that they're constantly learning and developing. You know, can they give examples of where they've pushed through issues, dramas, pain, and still achieve the outcome. This might be you know, with regards to something they've done externally from work. Maybe they've been part of an expedition. Maybe they play sport. You know, whatever it is. What is what's their discipline like? Are they self-disciplined? Can they remain mission-focused? Because that will give us an overall view of the, in, the person that we are sitting in front of. Now, yes, anybody can play the interview game and some people are very very good at it however if we can if we can see if they're aligned with our values you know with our our purpose and with our mission then we can start to say to ourselves okay i get a really a pretty good feel for this person and that's when we want to be offering them the opportunity to come and work with our team now why is this important well like I say, I go back to the start of the story or the start of this podcast where I spoke to you about a business owner that I've recently spoken to who thought that the person was fitting in well, but the person didn't didn't feel that they were fitting in with the business and they withdrew themselves from the process. They, they basically said, thanks very much, but I'm going to sack myself because I, I don't think I fit in here. And that cost the business owner about $40,000. That's a very, very expensive, um, I, I, I don't want to use the word mistake, a very, very expensive lesson to onboard. So we want to be able to avoid that. We want to make sure that we get the right person. We want to get it right first time, every time. And that can be tricky. And that, in, that involves us preparing ourselves and our business ready to be able to give enough information out into the public domain so that when we get the people sitting in front of us, they can answer the questions if they've done the research. That then gives us the opportunity to be able to calibrate them against our business culture, which then means that we will be able to align the right person with the right position in the right business which in turn will mean that the person will feel like they belong and they're incredibly interested in being there and they're willing to put the effort in. Overall, what this then starts to do is means that we've got the right person in the right place at the right time and they feel like they belong, they feel like they're being cared for and they want to stay within the business. And this is where it's critical that we keep people within the business, because if we've got people just coming in for the first six months, giving it a try and then going, yeah, nah, it's not for me. Thanks very much. Then that's going to start to cost us dearly. So what I want to share with you today is this this process that we can start to prepare ourselves for as leaders to ensure that when it comes to the interview process, that we can start to select the right person. And remember this final thing. Let's say, for example, you've shortlisted seven people and you've interviewed them all. And you're sitting there at the end of the interview stage and you're going, geez, do you know what? 
none of those people really uh, are setting the world on fire for me. You don't have to hire any of them. You just go back to the process and you start again because the right person is out there for you. It's just maybe in that first sift, you didn't find them. Yes, I understand what you're thinking. I can hear your thoughts now going, yeah, but this is time critical. I'm losing money because I've got an open position and the, the team are, are struggling to keep up, etc., etc. But imagine the cost of employing the wrong person. Now, I've seen, you know, where people will come in and they don't self-select. They don't, they don't say, hey, you know what, actually, I don't think this job's for me. I think I've, 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 I've joined the wrong business. They just sit there and they stew and they don't fit in. So what do they do? They start to create a them versus us culture. They start to sabotage the business. They start to um, you know, bring bad feeling into the team. And I've seen this. And I've seen a, a, a bad hire cr destroy a workplace culture in six to eight months. I've seen it happen. So, you know, remember, you want to make sure you get it right first time, every time. And these are some of the tips that you can start to do to be able to calibrate the person who's sitting in front of you. Now, one of the things that I do through the 12 pillars of raw, sorry, the 12 pillars of conscious leadership is to be able to help people to understand and to calibrate the human being in front of them. It's, it's one of the skills that all leaders need to have. So if you're interested in learning more about that, give me a shout. But for now, I just want to leave this thought with you. You know, these are the things that you want to focus on. If you're looking to recruit the right person to ensure that you maintain and keep them and have good retention, but even more than that, that your culture and the current people that are working within your business feel that this person is a good fit, there's four elements that you need to consider. One is, are they aligned with your business purpose? Are they excited by the business mission? Are they aligned with the core values of the business? And number four, are they intrinsically motivated? Those are the four key elements that I always look at when I'm looking at recruiting. Because it's absolutely critical that you recruit strongly and you recruit to your business's culture and purpose because you can train the people. If they've got the general skills to be able to do the job, you can train them to do the role that you want them to do. But if they are not a good fit for your culture, they can destroy your business. All right. I hope this has been useful to you. And I hope that wherever you're listening, you're starting to go, hmm, do you know what? That's some good stuff there. And if you do want that ebook, just drop me an email, steve at stevebarker.com.au or go to my website, www.stevebarker.com.au and reach out to me via there. All right. So that's the end of this episode for the Raw Leadership. I'll be back again soon with another chunk of information to help you as leaders be the very best leader that you can be and to unlock your hidden potential. Until next time, stay safe and take care. Toodaroo. 
Thank you for joining me for this latest episode of the Raw Leadership Podcast. And if you're enjoying the content that I'm sharing, and if you are curious about how you can reach the next level in your leadership quickly, then perhaps you may want to connect with me to discuss what I do as a leadership coach and how I've already helped thousands of other leaders level up quicker than those around them and get that advantage that so many people are looking for. If you are interested in this, email me at steve at stevebarker.com.au or you can go to my website, stevebarker.com.au and you can message me from there. I look forward to hearing from you and I'm looking forward as well to continuing to share even more valuable content, insights in the next episode of the Raw Leadership Podcast. So until then, take care and we'll speak again soon. Toodaloo.